Coach Esther, book 002, How to Always Have Money. Money is a subject many schools and families do not speak about. And I'm not too sure why that is. Has someone at some point said it was a taboo? Or is it shame of not having earned the huge amounts of money or envy of others who have? So it kind of feels better not to even mention it. But does it feel better? Is it not better to learn? So kiddos grow up not knowing anything about the money principles or how to even pay taxes or how to own a business or budget. That, that is not good. There is a problem if the young do not know how to earn real wealth or how to invest or how to pay taxes. And not everyone will become a billionaire, I understand. But should we not give everyone a fair chance to at least become a millionaire? Because it is doable. It will not be easy. It will be simple, but not easy. I will take you on my journey, on my money journey. And steps will be very simple. It just takes discipline and determination. The moment... You decide to really do something is the moment it is already halfway done. So congratulations on picking up a book that will help you be more of who you are supposed to be. Congratulations on picking up a podcast. Sometimes picking up a good book or a good podcast is all it takes to change your life for the better. And so once it is better, it will get even better because we grow one victory at a time. We do not just suddenly arrive somewhere. It takes steps, sometimes time. And I say sometimes time because once you have truly decided and taken action, it is already happening. That small first step will yield results and those results will motivate you to take even more action from victory to victory. See? From success to success. First, get a journal and write down every single time you spend money. How much and what for? Every single time you spend any money, you have to put it on paper and write down every penny. You see, I lost my mom when I was 12 and when I met a wealthy older lady, she said she will help me succeed. I was beyond excited. I was 12. I imagined she will give me money or something, but the next time we met, she gave me a journal. She said, write down every penny you spend. Every penny? It was really weird at first, like donut, one pound fifty. It just did not come natural to me. My parents never really spoke about money to me before, so it was unusual. Now I know she was helping me develop new habits, but then I was confused. But I listened. She was wealthy and had lived a really rich life, so I would be a fool not to listen. And I'm smart. Plus, I already then knew I liked money, so listen I will. And it was weird. First, I needed to actually take the receipts from the shop to write down every penny when I get home. But then I just created the memo and 
on my phone and instead of notes, I was just writing everything I spent. She also said to then put it on paper, write it in that journal when you get home. I'm a natural spender and I had a lot of pocket money, so I would just buy whatever I liked. She never told me not to spend or spend less. I know that if someone would have told me not to spend or spend less, it would not have worked for me. She just said to write it down and not to judge myself. Just write it down. It was easy in the shop because I really liked buying things, but once I got home, I had to write it all out on paper. Receipts everywhere, oranges £1.60, dress £20, shampoo £4.50, you get the point. And she specifically told me to just write it all down, without judgment or without altering my spending habits. So I was really doing it diligently. The way she spoke about it, just writing it down, it seemed really important to her and I did not want to disappoint her. I I have created a budgeting journal and um you can you can get that if if that helps you. We were supposed to meet on Saturday, but I had a modeling event so I could not visit her that weekend. I called her and all she asked was are you writing everything you spend in the journal? I am, I said. I did not mention that something in my thinking was already changing because I had been doing it for a while now. And the moment I wrote down dress 20 pounds, I thought, well, uh, I actually have like almost like five, almost the same kind of dresses already. And my shoe collection was growing too. But styles change. And what I liked last week, I no longer wanted to wear this week. So many of my purchases were just in a closet, some unpacked even with labels still on. I think just seeing money on paper like that changed something for me. Seeing it going out so quickly and for things I did not even like once I bought them home. Something was changing because even before I saw her again, I had already started spending less. I just somehow thought, well, I don't really like this dress and I have 10 of them already. It is funny because before I would just buy it for the sake of a good deal. But now, my own thinking stopped me. I did not feel forced or even disciplined. It just really did not feel like a discipline. It just felt like I had discovered something new. Like there is an option not to spend it all. What a concept. And I discovered it. No one told me to spend less. I think one really important part about budgeting, writing it all down in a journal was not to judge myself, that it is okay to buy another dress. It is okay to buy Starbucks on every corner you see it. The wealthy older lady, my auntie Aria, she was talking to me with such love and respect that I did not feel bad to tell her all my spending habits and she never judged me. This was one of the most important things she could have ever taught me and she taught me a lot. No matter where you are right now, no judgment. Do not judge yourself. Wherever you are, start there. You are starting your life anew every time you decide to take a new path, a new action. And one of the best new actions I have ever taken was to write everything down. I was a kid, remember, so my new habits were easily formed. After just a short while, it was already a full-blown habit, and I was spending way less. 
as if by magic. My auntie used to say, don't worry, we can spend that later. Because I was allowed to spend and I chose not to, it became a strong-rooted habit. She had lived a really wealthy life. She knew not just the theories about money, but practical, practical habits we would need to learn to become wealthy. Like not spending everything we earn, or earning more if necessary. After I had mastered my budgeting, she used to take me to the bank with her. She would deposit cash and I could see the amounts. She talked about how, how money can really grow if invested wisely. To honor her, I have written her wisdom down and I would like to share it with you. Because anyone can become wealthy, financially free. You can too, if you really wish. She was born really poor. And when I met her, she was the wealthiest person I knew. She often said, it is not hard work or even the biggest salary. It is how much you keep. Savings. You have to earn well. And I already spoke about this in my first podcast. But general idea is to be authentically yourself when looking for a job business. Find a place that can become happy, your happy place, where you can do what you are good at and you love while earning well and being respected for the role you fulfill. You have to earn well, but doing what you truly love and in a place where you are valued. So it might take a while and you might need to try a few different things, but try. Give it a full try. Go all out. Work as hard as you can and work on something that matters. Do it in a way you know it should be done. We often talked about why so many people are not good with money. It could be their upbringing, it could be habits, it also could be the way they think about money, but that all can be changed. No one else can change it but you, but you can. And everything starts with how you think about yourself, about money, about rich. Whosoever thinking or habits you have picked up along the way, you can change it all in an instant. So first, thoughts. How do you think about the rich? About money itself? What about yourself? Could you imagine yourself being really wealthy, rich, millionaire? And you know, financial freedom does not have to be a million. It could be your house paid off, money in savings and everyone you love taken care of. If you could calculate everything, how much would you need to feel really financially free? What is the magic number? Write down a number for your house, your savings in pension and your savings just for the savings case sake. Now, one way is to earn it with a job or a business, but then you will have to master this not spending it all thing. Anyone can become wealthy, absolutely anyone, if they want it bad enough. So start with saving some. It does not actually matter where you start as long as you begin. Start somewhere. Save a hundred a month if you cannot start with more, but start. 
give it a fair chance to see if you can actually change your habits. You will not regret working hard at the right thing and you are working on you. You have to choose you. Pay you, you first. And I believe we can all save, even if it would be me if, if even if it would mean you skipping fancy holidays or cooking yourself or not buying the new sneakers. Imagine the shopping habits costing you being a millionaire. The younger we are when we start saving, the wealthier we will be. Do not try to impress anyone with how you live. It does not matter what anyone else thinks about anything. It only matters what you think about it. For you, it is your life. And this is why authenticity is so important. Not for others, but for you. Be your own biggest fan. You do not need to tell anyone else how awesome you are. As long as you know it, it will be enough. And from that perspective of love and care for yourself, now look at your savings. You have to take care of you and yours. If you see saving as a tool to help you build wealth, it will motivate you. You set your own timeline here. No one else can tell you what is the best for you. But you have to. Earn as much as you possibly can. I believe if we give our talents back to the world, we will be compensated well. I have so many lawyer friends because I love the way great legal minds think. It is fascinating to see how they work. When someone is so good at something, everything they touch shines. And everyone knows they are good at their craft. Everyone can see it. There is always something good that still needs to be done. So if you do not know what could be your biggest strength, ask your closest and dearest. They might be able to see something that is so natural to you. You do not even realize you have been already using your skill all your life. And always think long term. If I earned a million or became famous doing this, would I be proud of me? Think in terms of what could I do that someone would pay me for, but think long term. Could I do something that would bring money long term? How would I be happy earning? Is there music I could create, videos, podcasts, audios, books? Start somewhere. And never be scared of hard work. But do things what matter to you. Work at something that matters to you. And do not think that people will look down on you if, while they are partying or working. If they look down on you, think about them. Think about your friends as your surroundings. Any plant needs good ground to grow. Ask for help. Ask for support. Learn to work with people in a productive manner. You will need good people in your life. The ones who care and want to see you succeed. They are important to your growth. Cherish those. And try everything. Find what you are good at and love doing and then go all in. Give it a fair chance to earn you income that is good and always pay your taxes. The integrity is so important to your authentic self. It really is not for the others. It is more for you. When you do the right thing, you feel different, more stable. It is real. From that stable place, standing on your own two feet, 
You can grow. Your potential is limitless. Unlimited. You are limitless. And things have to be peaceful to be real and long-lasting. Peaceful money brings you peaceful sleep. That is wealth. Wealth is not just the amount earned. It is the way it has been earned in the first place. I wish everyone could see the real power they hold by doing it the real way, the right way, by being authentically themselves. It shows up in their work, in their business, and everyone can see it. That kind of power unleashed is hard to hide. Then, earning money is not just a job or just a business. It becomes almost a mission fulfilled, a life well lived, your happy place. A place where you can be you and be not just well compensated, but loved and respected for who you are. My wish to you is that you find your happy place and earn well, live well. Now that you have worked so hard, earned well, let's not spend it all, let's keep some. When I was a kid, my mom asked me to grab the leaves in the garden, so I paid two neighbor kids with a box of chocolates to do it for me. My time was better invested helping grandma at her job for extra pocket money. And I saved it all to later buy something I really wanted. It made me feel accomplished that I saved my own money for my own purchases, even at that age. So now, think about all the hard-earned money you earn now as an adult. How much more you could afford and buy. That is why so many people spend all their hard-earned money, I think, because now they can. But what if you could afford even more? What if you could buy something like a golden goose? What if you could buy something that could earn you money, even more money? Remember, it does not matter where you start, as long as you begin. Even 500, it is a small amount to begin to save, but it feels good. I use good growth mutual fund savings, but I would support anyone saving just as long as it grows at more than 5% with minimal costs. Try the compounding calculator for fun, the finance kind of fun. It motivates me. Let's say if you could put in savings 1000 a month on 8%. Calculate how many years you would need to actually become wealthy or financially free, whatever that number is for you. In a good mutual fund, it can go up and down, but it can also really grow. Stock market has averaged around 11% over the last 30 years, but you have to count in inflation, especially now. What do I do, you might ask? Well, I have five funds, and I have named them appropriately. Five steps to always having money, or how to always have money. One, fund for surprises. Save at least six months of expenses and have it easily accessible, but use it only for an emergency. Even if you never touch it, it gives you that cushion in case of any surprises. I used to keep large bills where I can see them as well. Seeing money does something to me. I used to have thousand pounds always on display in fresh fifties. I honestly think it helped me earn and save more. Now I have a vision board with pictures of money and a check written out to me, large sum. 2. Fund for the future. I put 
monthly in my savings mutual funds. Diversify. Think long-term growth. I have set up so that the 10% goes to my growth mutual fund automatically every month. I can log in and see my money grow. Some days it's up, some days it's down, but it's growing long-term. This is a future fund. I'm thinking 20 years. It is only 10% of my income, but with years of growth, it has brought in around 8% growth. It feels good to look at it. It's for my future. I'm taking care of me and mine. That makes me feel accomplished. One step at a time. One victory at a time. And I celebrate victories. Don't be harsh to yourself, even if you're only now starting to save. It is okay. Start now, where you are. Start where you are with what you have. Start little if you cannot start big, but start. Someone is always watching and learning from you. Maybe your saving journey will be an, as inspirational to someone as my auntie's was to me. Seeing her save made me think about my own savings. It is like when you see someone disciplined, you want to be disciplined too, and you can be. No one is born a saver. Everyone has learned, so you can too. Any master at work can tell you it started with him or her being an amateur, but it started. And that is the most important step, the first one. The first time you put anything in for savings, start there. As any insecurity, money insecurity can be built into money confidence. 3. Fund for pension. Apart from the work or business pension, I have started my own private pension and put 10% monthly. Many of my readers are young, so you would not likely think about pension, but I started saving when I was 12. My auntie taught me a new normal. Saving is actually cool. And opening a private pension fund feels good. We are thinking long term, so only 10%. And do not worry if you have not found your perfect job or business yet. From whatever your salary is, whatever your income is, 10%. The way I thought of it was I will automate it every month so I don't even think about it. Leave it there. It is awesome to watch it grow but I do not look at it too often because as any good growth mutual fund it fluctuates so you will have to look at it long term as a long term growth. Start now especially if you are young. These habits will become second nature. You will think and appreciate your money. God has entrusted you with opportunities and wealth. You will be that cool, rich lady or gentleman driving Rolls Royce around town. We have few of those in London, and I always tell them how inspirational they are to me. The other day, a lady passed me by in a Rolls Royce convertible, and we smiled at each other. Amazing car, I said. I earned it, she replied. Four, fund for home. Your home. When you own your own home, the grass looks different. It smells better. Imagine saving up and buying your own home mortgage-free or paying off your mortgage early. Your house. That is why I have not put any percentages. Save as much as you can. It is your house. You know which area you would like to live in or when you would like to have your own house. So you make the rules here. Many young people don't mind renting when they're young, 
but if you rent, rent cheaply so that you can save more or earn more so that you can save more. Either way, renting is not a forever thing, but even house might not be. Just to give you an example, my first ever house, I would not buy today. What we like or where we want to live will likely change over time as we grow, and that is perfectly okay. Just think of a house as an investment and be very careful with fixer-uppers. A friend bought a house where he thought it's only cosmetical needed, but once the workers started, they discovered a lot more work needs to be done. House might not always be worth it. So rent if you can rent cheaply when you are young, but always save as one day you might really want a house. And once you find that perfect house, you will see... Walking on your own grass feels different. You will look after it better and with care, a house value can grow too. Especially in London. We have so many people here who really look after their homes. It is their pride. They feel accomplished and respectable. And that is a good feeling to have, especially if you want kiddos or family long term. It is so great to start with that little plot of land, your own house, where your family can grow, dogs, cats and everything. You deserve to live a life you are proud of. You work hard. Might as well enjoy the fruits. Your own house, my own house gave me stability and I used to travel a lot and I always knew that there's a place I can come back to that is all mine. Staying in hotels are awesome, but nothing beats your own bed, your own bath, your own garden, even foxes like my garden. The area is very important. Think about everything before buying schools, if you want kids, neighborhood, shops. Is there a park nearby? How about trains, parking? Hospital must be very near. It has to be an area that is compatible with your needs. If you like to ride a bike, look for bike lines. If you have a nice car garage. 5. Fund for investments and education. Growth in all areas of your life. Be it rental property or a law degree. Have a fund for when you are ready for growth. It will come. Again, no percentages. Save with a purpose here. If it is a law degree, you know how much it will cost. So save that amount. And I do not borrow or lend money. I have never had a credit card, so I will not be able to talk much on borrowing from banks or people. But if you you earn well, think about saving some of it. Saving is an oldie but a goodie. Because honestly, once I started saving, I saw even more money coming in. I have a theory that to start saving was some kind of a test. Once I started saving, all kinds of money started pouring in. Where before, I would think about not being able to save for at least five uh, funds. Now I knew that I could. I think it is all in the process of doing. Once you start doing, saving becomes doable. So first, earn well. Then, write it all down and budget. Write down all your incomings and outgoings. Do not judge yourself, just write it down. Then, five steps. First, six months of expenses saved, fund for surprises. Second, future fund, 10%. Third, pension fund, 10%. 
Fourth, house fund. Fifth, fund for growth, investments and education. Easy, five steps. And there is a confidence trick to it. And that is the step number one. Once you have even the first few months of your outgoings saved, you already feel stronger. As with any insecurity, insecurity about money can be built into confidence. And the six months expenses saved will start building your money confidence. My own auntie used to tell me the younger you are, when you start saving, the richer you will be. I use good growth mutual funds for my savings and it can go up and down. But if you just think of all the stupid things I have bought over the years, even just that invested would have made me a million. Now I spend my money on experiences and try not to have many shopping trips. I just always think if I invest this 1000 instead of spending, how much would it bring me long term? So yes, saving has really changed the way I see money. I do not judge myself, I just think more rationally now. Becoming an adult is not bad if you have money already saved and growing. So I often think about all the kids. They need to be taught how to save and how to have money long term. How else are they going to learn if not from us? Try the compounding calculator again. Even if it's small savings, over time, it can really go grow. <laughs> so my wish to you is that you earn well, save, and grow a fortune. But once you do, please pass your knowledge on. Teach someone how you did it. If you use my system, please let me know. I'm on Instagram as CoachEsther underscore books. I would really love to hear your success story.